What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tier. And today we're going to talk, well, you know, uh, I think the title pretty much covers it. The Pope claims that we're already in the midst of World War III. Now just think, you can look back through history, and you can say... That World War II started September of 1939, and you can look back on it. But during that time period, they did not know that they were in the midst of a world war. Conflict, maybe, you know, there was some tension, but they didn't know that they were in war. So, I'm going to preface this with a little statement. In the, 
In the coming months, we expect the threat environment to become more dynamic as several high-profile events could be exploited to justify acts of violence against a range of possible targets. These targets could include public gatherings, faith-based institutions, schools, racial and religious minorities, government facilities, and personnel, U.S. critical infrastructure, the media, and perceived ideological opponents. Threat actors have recently mobilized to violence due to factors such as personal grievances, reactions to current events, uh, and adherence to violent extremist ideologies, including racially or ethnically motivated or anti-government, anti-authority violent extremism. Foreign adversaries, including terrorist organizations and nation-state adversaries, also remain intent on exploiting the threat environment to promote or inspire violence, sow discord, or undermine U.S. democratic institutions. With that being said, the Pope has is probably one of the few world leaders who has gone and talked to every individual involved in the Ukraine-Russia conflict. He went and talked to NATO, to the NATO world leaders. He went and talked to Ukraine. He went and talked to Russia's uh, allies. And then finally went and talked to Russia. That was those things that we were all worried was going to happen because of the prophecies of Fatima, right? At the end of all of these situations, the Pope comes out and says to me, we are already in the midst of World War III. Now let that sink in. The, the Pope who has talked to everybody is already because according to what Putin said to the Pope is that NATO, he showed him a map of the borders about which nations were in NATO and which ones they said don't join NATO because they're on our border. They're stacking it on our border and they think we're bluffing. We're not bluffing. That's what he told the Pope. Now, let's factor that in with the fact that I believe it was last week I said that there were 80,000 Chinese troops in Canada under an agreement that Trudeau had already signed for them to train in adverse weather conditions. It appears that I may have not been wrong when I said 800,000 instead of 80,000. There is a range, which is scarier than knowing an exact number, between 80,000 and a million. Hold on. I'm not done. Did you know? Now, I haven't talked about this because I could not verify it. I did get verification today. Do you know that we don't know where 900,000 Russian troops are? How do you lose a million troops? Well, we can't keep track of the Chinese in Canada. I don't know why you think that, you know, and well, okay, I can tell you why we don't know is because in Russia has made an agreement with Latin America. They're moving over resources. So let's, let's, let's do the math here. Russia has a million troops in Latin America. Well, more than a million troops in Latin America. And I say that because 900,000 of them, we don't know where they are, period. And we know the ones that they are moving over because they're bringing over equipment. 
for training purposes only. We did that. Never mind. And then in China, we have almost a million troops there too. Now let's let's look at what this means for the United States. We have a million troops south of our borders. They can come up through the Gulf, or they can come up through the border. And we know that this administration is blind to the north, or blind to the south, the southern border. They're freaking blind to the northern border too. I mean, holy shit! So we got eight hundred thousand. Wait, wait. Got- it's better than that. Do you know where these? Do you know where these uh, million Chinese troops are? They're not over. They're not over North Dakota. They're not over fucking Michigan. They're over fucking Washington, home of Antifa. <laughs> you know, I always said that Red Dawn was a was an interesting piece of fantasy work, but I'm starting to wonder if maybe that's not prophetic in its own right. Like, yeah, we got the Russians from the south, and we got the, the Chinese from the north. That's fucking great. And then we're killing ourselves from the inside out. So we sit here and we pinch... Right, right through the West Coast, they come together, right? All of them are socialists, or the majority of them are socialists anyhow, right? You sit here and you tr- you cut off the nation there. You push everything to the east. Do you remember when I told you about the war report was showing a, a lot of military birds were in the east? Like they were staging something to the east? Now you add to that the fact that there are only ni- there are only eighteen rulings for this judicial session in the Supreme Court, eighteen. One of them is constitutional carry. Some of them are Second Amendment, and one of them is the big one, Roe versus Wade. Regardless of what happens with that decision, whether they change their mind or not, one side of this nation is not going to be happy. If I was a betting man, I would I would bet that. The folks on the left are going to start trouble. And they're not going to be happy unless it is you may kill your children up until the point of 26 years old. And uh, the reason that I... Okay, go ahead. Why did I say 26? Well, at 26, you can cut them off of your insurance. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why. <laughs> I figured that. I had to stop and think for a second. I was like, 20, oh, never mind. It makes sense now. They are going to fight and burn and loot and pillage if they don't get their way. You have the Republicans in Congress who are siding with the Democrats to pass red flag laws. They're passing gun control. Anytime the Republicans say that they're going to take a stand, the Democrats say we're going to get rid of the filibuster. If you take it to the court because it's unconstitutional, we're going to pack the courts. We're going to take away your guns. You just need to accept it. With that happening, with that happening, let's also not forget the fact that there is a midterm election where they are trying to disqualify certain individuals. Uh, They're trying to disqualify certain individuals from running for office because of their involvement with January 6th. You have former Biden aides who are saying that gas prices won't matter if you're uh, if uh, y'all are living under martial law. Right. That they're planning to start an insurrection. 
you know, it's funny as I showed a picture of Washington DC burning and someone goes, I can't believe you got a picture of January 6th. Like it wasn't, it was the BLM riot. Yeah. Uh, or, or the fact that, let me go off on a rant here for a second. And I want you to go check something in our other chat. So what's interesting to me is all these people that they're they're talking about insurrection and they're what it's a hundred and some odd Republicans that they're getting rid of off the ticket and validating them due to their connection to January 6th. But nothing is being done about Maxine Wal- Walters, uh, Nancy Pelosi, or any of those that called for violence against Republican politicians against the right simply because they wanted to have their way. Nothing is being said against the people that during the summer of love attacked and burned federal courthouses. Nothing is being done really, or even announced about the assassination attempt by a leftist extremist by a freaking terrorist against a, Supreme Court justice simply because they want the right to kill their babies. It's insanity. And then you've got Christina Aguilera showing up with a 12-inch fucking dong for, for you know, a open my or open event for gay pride. Like, it, it, we have reached a point where it, you can't make this shit up anymore. So... Do we treat it like we're at war or do we wait yes. for America to sit here and wake up to the fact that we're already there? We have we have the an election that's coming up that we may not have. We have 10,000 head of cattle to mysteriously die under circumstances okay. in Kansas. Hold on. You just dropped that bomb earlier and then didn't say anything else. What the hell happened? What do you mean what happened? You, okay. It depends on who you ask. Okay, I was going to say a couple hundred dying. Okay, I can see that. 10,000 head of cattle. Yeah, it's like a couple hundred dying. I can see you got bad water, bad feet. 10,000 cattle. And initially it was said because it was heat and drought, but farmers aren't that stupid. And the farmers are actually offended that people are saying that. So then the next thing was bovine respiratory syndrome, which none of the beef had. And then somebody goes, hey, maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't accidental. Maybe it was intentional. And at that point, the conspiracy theories go all crazy. So, uh, but I mean, not only that, we had another major fire. This one, this one I have questions about. And normally I don't have questions about the fires. Hold on. I'm getting to that specific one. 70 firefighters. Battle ablaze at Festive Foods Frozen Pizza Plant in Portage County. A frozen. Right? Frozen pizza plant, right, in Portage County. That is not my question. My question is, why some of your first responders would be Red Cross volunteers? Wait. Run that by me again. 
The some of the first responders were Red Cross volunteers. Why was the Why Red the Cross providing it? support? Normally, Red Cross is there for disasters. None of the people were. Have you ever heard of Red Cross showing up at a fire or any of the other food processing plants? Any? So, I don't want to sit here and stoke the flames of the Q people. Yeah, but even you. But even here, I have to sit here scratch but, my head, but, but that's weird. But hear me out. The frozen pizza. What was the Pizzagate scandal? And would that be the reason that it's just code for what's actually going on there? What? 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 No, I, 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 whatever evil eye bullshit casting book writings brought that on, I'm just holding the mark of evil against it, okay? Protecting myself. Well, hold on. I just happen to have a little a little TikTok-y. Let's of see what they say. It's a plant. Firefighters from multiple stations battling a large fire at Festus Foods. This is in the town of Belmont. It's a food processing plant that makes frozen pizzas. Now, this began around uh, 9 o'clock this morning. Black smoke can be seen from miles uh, pouring out from that building. So the it says 70 firefighters battle blaze at Festive Foods frozen pizza plant, Portage County, as Red Cross volunteers provide support. That's like having FEMA show up for, you know, school lunch. Right? Okay, hold on. Let, let, let's let's put that one aside and cover more war footing news, right? More war footage. How about this? Justin, the Biden announces that they'll be sending more artillery, ammunition, and anti-ship missiles to the Ukraine. Did you see conservative Ant's video about that? No. He had me fucking rolling. I'm loving this new petty ant, okay? But he literally pops up, he sees it, pops up and goes, that's it. Everybody pack up your shit. Everything, everything. I mean everything. Kitchen sink, everything. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't care about you. We're sending it all over to you, Crane. You can live in a cardboard box. <laughs> You're American. Fuck you. <laughs> like, that that is pretty much where we're at. Uh, while, yeah. while that news is devastating, the fact that the Federal Reserve raised its main interest rate by 75 basis points. That is the largest single increase since 1994. Just to put that in perspective, for every one percentage point, so basically it's 1.75% interest rate, right? For every 1% that they raise it, right, causes a certain amount of death, but it also counts a certain amount of interest. For every one point, we add to our debt the equivalent of the entire Department of Defense budget. So for every point that we increase interest rate, we add the equivalent of the entire DOD defense budget 
to our debt. So, 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 so they just raised it 70 times and we're, fuck. <laughs> Money doesn't mean shit anymore. Why nope. are, why, why are we working together? <laughs> it's like, it, it doesn't mean shit. It'd be better. I get more. Because if I say what I want to ass. say. If I say what I want to say, people will come knock on my door. If I say don't pay taxes because they're just going to fucking send it to Ukraine. I haven't. <coughs> huh? I haven't. <laughs> so, will well, funny, our you country... That, you make that comment uh, as, a, as a funny little joke or a funny little aside. You make that comment, but <laughs> I had three military helicopters over my property, over the house for almost 15 minutes just hovering today. <laughs> it's like, the fuck is that? You're welcome. So, uh, will our country survive this? No. no. We were asked earlier today what this means for the state of our country. It's very simple. We will not support this, or we will not survive this. Here's why. No imports, no truckers, no trucker is going to want to, uh, to ship goods across this country and make no money you can't build it into the price of something you're already getting shrinkflation where you're paying the same amount for items but the items are getting smaller right everything is going to go up the cost of fertilizer is going to go up diesel goes up death goes up all of these things are base causes built into everything so when they go up exponentially it gets bigger so I went to the gas station because, you know, I quit smoking. Right? This is uh, a solid week now, almost, that it's been since I've had a cigarette. And I was going down there to, to get some energy drinks because I've replaced most of my nicotine with caffeine, which probably isn't healthy. But I happened to glance over and realize, I was like, oh, shit, camels are like, you know, five bucks a pack again. What the hell? They were just nine. And then I got to look at the pack and go, I ain't seen one of those since I was in Mexico. Here's a pack of 10 cigarettes. <laughs> It was it was one of the half pack things. I was like, "You have got to be kidding me!" Yep, that's what we have reached. We have literally to the point where everything goes up. And we had that. Uh, I'm sorry, and I know Freya tells me I have to be nice, but we had that f- fucking stupid broad that was on her live the other night. He's going, well, there's no correlation between inflation, gas prices, and the price of crude oil. And I'm like, do you do understand that there's cause and effect? Like everything, we stopped importing, or we stopped, yeah, we stopped importing because everything's locked up at the fucking borders on cargo ships. We stopped producing most things. So we're in a in a famine, or not, well, I don't want to say a famine. We're in a what? Would you prefer the term... Depression or recession? I would prefer the term we are teetotal fucked by design. Fair. That's what it is. Like We've been at war for the last two years. Nobody wants to say it. Nobody wants to rock a boat. Nobody wants to be that person to say, hey, this is what it is. But think about it. We closed our ports. We closed our production. Now we're on shortages, and what we do have in uh, production, we're burning down. We're killing the food that we're growing, killing the, the, the animals that we are for, for production of meat. The fact that an egg being a dollar now actually doesn't seem that far out of possibility, and you just, it adds up. We've been in a war, and we're losing. Yes. And 
Don't forget the AIs. Look, I wasn't going to bring that shit up, okay? I, I'm already cursed enough as it is. Hold on. Here we go. Ready? Oh, no. no you're going to love this one. No, you'll love it. Okay. Besides, it'll give me a chance to uh, gauge your expression. I told you there is a robot that controls more wealth than any country on Earth. A robot so powerful that in the last 10 years, it has quietly created the biggest company in the world. This is the story of a robot called Aladdin. It's Wall Street's best kept secret and it's gobbling up every asset class across every industry. Aladdin now controls $21 trillion of our global economy. To put that in perspective, that's more than the $20 trillion GDP of the US or the $15 trillion GDP of the entire European Union. The New Statesman wrote, the total physical cash of all 7 billion people and every company, bank vault, wallet, and piggy bank in the world is around $5 trillion. Aladdin has grown into a system responsible for more than four times the value of all the money in the world. This one robot directs the actions of the US Federal Reserve, almost every major bank and investment fund on Wall Street, and over 17,000 traders. It controls half of all ETFs, 17% of the bond market, 10% of the global stock market, and carries out a quarter of a million trades every day and billions of forecasts every week. Year after year, it hoovers up trillions of data points on every market, every company, every asset, and now even each of us, what we buy, sell, and say, so that it knows what to buy and what to sell far better than any human being. Every major bank, company, and investment fund has come to rely on Aladdin and its all-powerful AI and algorithms to beat the market. And if they didn't, they've collapsed and failed in Aladdin's wake. And you know what the craziest part of this story is? This robot is just getting started. So where did Aladdin come from and how did it get so powerful? Aladdin is the brainchild of Larry Fink, the founder of BlackRock, and its total dominance has made his company the biggest shadow bank in the world and the most powerful company on Earth. The story you're about to hear is equally unbelievable and terrifying. In fact, you would think it was science fiction if it wasn't very real and happening today. This story starts in the 1980s when Larry Fink was making millions pioneering mortgage-backed securities at Wall Street Bank First Boston. That's right, the same mortgage-backed securities that caused the 2008 global financial crisis 20 years uh -huh. later. But back in the 80s, he was in an epic Wall Street rivalry with Louis Ranieri at Salomon Brothers, made famous as a big swinging dick in Michael Lewis's book, Lies Poker. Back then, Larry was making millions for the bank and was on track to be First Boston's CEO. And then in 1986, an error in the back office computer models led to Larry making the wrong trades and he lost the company a hundred million dollars. The result was Larry leaving the bank as a failure with a stupid computer to blame. With that experience, Larry had just one ambition, to build a super smart robot that could pick out risk and opportunity <laughs> in the market and do it better no. than any computer or human no. could do. In 1988, he launched a new startup, BlackRock, with a tiny coding team to give birth to this robot. Its name, Aladdin, which stands for Asset, Liability, and Debt Derivative Investment Network. In its first 10 years, Aladdin was fed information about every asset, price movement, and risk variable in the global bond market, Larry's specialty. And in 1999, when Aladdin turned 11, Aladdin was getting so intelligent at picking losers and winners that Larry began selling access to his data to other Wall Street firms. That same year, he took BlackRock public on the New York Stock Exchange. Straight after the IPO, the dot-com bust burst pushing a wall of money from the stock market to bonds, which Aladdin had become the undisputed world champion in. Within years, BlackRock had become a trillion dollar company. And as money started shifting back to shares, what did Larry do? He bought the asset management arm of Merrill Lynch, which was focused to shares. So the gift for Aladdin's 18th birthday, all the data points for the entire stock market. And suddenly Aladdin had a new playground, analyzing every stock trade and risk factor for every company on the stock market. As a result, today BlackRock, together with his two closest rivals, Vanguard and State Street, both of which also rely on Aladdin's mountain of knowledge have become the biggest shareholders of over 40% of all public listed companies in America. 
2008, the global financial crisis hits, and before Aladdin turns 21 years old, is caught on by every Wall Street bank and Timothy Geithner, the head of the Federal Reserve and the U.S. Treasury. As soon as Lehman Brothers collapsed and the Wall Street meltdown began, the U.S. government came calling to save the next collapsing bank, Bear Stearns. It was Aladdin who decided which assets to keep and which to leave in the $30 billion rescue package. And few people know it was a robot that saved America from disaster. With that first success, the Fed, US government, and now even European and Japanese central banks began relying on Aladdin to make the calls on where the $2.5 trillion of new money they printed should go. The majority of it, bonds and funding to prop up the mortgage companies and banks. <coughs> but wait, aren't these exactly the assets that Aladdin and BlackRock already were invested in? Exactly. But growing protests of conflict of interest were drowned out by the noise of the printing presses printing more money, as the assets controlled by Aladdin rapidly grew to $11 trillion by 2013. In the last decade, Aladdin has gone from the leader to the dominator of all financial markets. With BlackRock's Barclays acquisition, it got iShares, Barclays Exchange Traded Funds Units, or ETFs. And with that, Aladdin moved from dominator of bonds and equities to dominator of ETFs, just as all the biggest investors shifted from mutual funds to ETFs. And that's when, in 2017, everything changed. On Aladdin's 29th birthday, Larry launched a top secret project at BlackRock, codenamed Monarch. It led to the firing of his fund managers and replacing their funds with Aladdin's funds. The robot was now eliminating humans from the equation altogether. And as a result, today over 70% of all trades on US stock markets are decided by robots, with Aladdin leading the way. These trades are completed from beginning to end without a human involved in high-frequency trading far faster than a human can execute. Now, if this was just a story about a robot taking over the job of Wall Street traders, you might not be so concerned unless you're one of those traders. But in the last three years, as Aladdin hit $20 trillion in assets, incredibly, it has begun to consume and control at an even faster rate. First, in 2020, as Aladdin turned 32 years old, the US government and Federal Reserve again came calling as the pandemic hit. Aladdin was again the one to guide the nation in what was now $4 trillion of newly printed money. Where did the money go this time? Inexplicably, for the first time, the Fed began buying ETFs in 2020. Well, that's a little strange. And again, the cries of conflict of interest were drowned out by the money printing. And then Aladdin revealed its endgame. Recently, BlackRock acquired eFront, which collects data on the things that you and I own, including private equity and real estate. And since then, Aladdin has consumed eFront's data on the entire global real estate market. And yep, you guess what happened next. Over the last two years, BlackRock and other funds using Aladdin's data have begun buying up single-family homes, where they can afford to outbid the rest of us as they have unlimited financing at hyper-low interest rates. The result is home prices rising by 20% over the last two years and pushing now even big players like Zillow out of the market. And here we see Aladdin's endgame to be the one hyper-intelligent AI robot that not just controls Wall Street assets, but all assets, public and private. Now, I'm not into conspiracy theories, but even a skeptic with eyes wide open can see the signs. We're already at a point where no one can compete without Aladdin. As CEOs and asset managers like Anthony Malloy are now saying, Aladdin is like oxygen. Without it, we wouldn't be able to function. And what about government regulation? Well, Joe Biden has appointed BlackRock executive Brian Deese as head of the National Economic Council, which basically means the oversight of Latin and BlackRock is now the responsibility of BlackRock. And Biden has also appointed BlackRock chief of staff, Wally Adeyemo, to be assistant secretary of the treasury, which means BlackRock is now the treasury as well as the treasury advisor. And this story is far from over. The genie is out of the bottle. And Aladdin has already reached a tipping point where one robot controls more wealth than any person or country. But as Aladdin's AI capabilities continue to grow, and with its rate of control rising by another trillion to two trillion dollars in new assets every year, it looks inevitable that Wall Street's secret weapon could end up owning everything, and we end up owning nothing. 
You will so own nothing, you and you will be happy. Surprise, angry, Shut the fuck up. Or have a different point of view. I don't view. like and if you this. Found it interesting, if not a little alarming. Before you go, do subscribe so I can keep you updated with more news on the exploits and adventures of Aladdin. <laughs> Did you read that last comment in chat? Which one? Well, you said you were scaring me, and I said, anybody, anybody come help me, because I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. And he goes, if it's enough to scare you, Trump, it's, and it's coming from Pops, I'm afraid you're on your own, because in my mind, it's flying monkeys and atomic fireball throwing fucking zombies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd rather have that. You're telling me that that, that that robot, that AI system, controls more money than any country on Earth. And its oversight is run by itself. Yes, that's what I'm telling you. You're welcome. Fuck, Fuck Skynet. When you have fucking Aladdin, you just your money means nothing. That's why they were pushing so hard to get rid of crypto and make their own. <laughs> and then they could control that too. Yep. Why? Why do you do this to me? I want you to be informed. Informed means that the only two electronics in my household that can access anything are my computers and my, my phone. And I'm seriously thinking about locking them in a Faraday cage now. Well, how about the fact that they... Uh, how about the fact that Obama has bought a 2,500-gallon commercial-gray propane tank just in time for the upcoming uh, apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, how about... uh, Hold on. Let me get the rest of the stories. How about the fact that uh, Exxon has come out and said, hey, stop blaming us for this shit. This shit is all uh, Biden. How about the fact that CNN is... Uh, CNN is, uh, finally turning against Biden. Like, how bad do you have to fuck up for CNN to be like, no, 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 <laughs> that's fucked. Well. I mean, holy shit, like, I... Hold on. They already told you what they're going to do with the oil execs if they don't play game. Biden has already said he'll use the Defense Production Act if they don't play ball with him. But how somebody is that else said this. The height of tyranny. Well, how about this? After they said to shut down their operations, okay. now they want more from them. You don't understand, Sandra. They're going to send the National Guard to Midland, Texas, and stop the orca. They're going to arrest them. God knows what they're going to do. They're going to go after Exxon Mobil and Chevron. These are the finest okay. oil companies. Well, you're scaring us all now, Larry, and you're not here to do that. I'm only doing um, I'm being a little bit. I'm, I'm, I, that was a joke. I'm being kind of serious. The fact of the matter is, is it's like he's, decla- he's now openly declared war on fossil fuel. Right there. They will arrest the oil execs if they don't play ball. They have. The administration has declared war on the American public. So I will ask our audience members the same question I asked them yesterday. What have you done? What are you willing to do? Your money isn't yours. It belongs to an AI. The government has handed its authority over to an AI. 
Federal Reserve people have said that they're going to arrest people who don't play ball. What are you going to do? Oh, and just in case you don't think that our country's going to shit on a social economic, allow me to throw some cultural news. My dear tear, this one I was saving because I want you to go off. So annoyed lately because lately there's been a lot of people saying the girls as like a term of expressing themselves. And it just irks me. The term the girls originated from the trans community because that's something that they use to kind of just like talk about themselves, specifically the girls in the community. You could say it's like slang within the community, but yet again, just like a lot of things of LGBTQ culture, like voguing, it's got sissified. Yeah, that's not a word, but I made it a word. I understand the girls is a very simple term that people would resonate with, but at the same time, like, us trans people had one thing, and you guys have to take it. You see that tear? I'm crying. I'm just tearing up from this situation. But nonetheless, that's how I feel about it. That's my hot take on it. I've talked about it multiple times on my channel, but no one seemed to listen, so hopefully you guys will listen this time. No, it's because you're a fucking stupid bitch. Okay, hold on a fucking minute. When I hear the girls, I either think of Girls Night Out or somebody's talking about the tatas, all right? I don't think about some twink that decided to cut it off. Okay, hold on a minute. Are you basically telling me that this broad, this cockwomble is basically pushing to co-opt another term just like everybody else in this whole woke mafia movement you gotta co-opt a term and you have mm, this is going to short circuit my goddamn brain because basically what just got said is that women are not as important as men who have a mental fucking disease who are insane and have decided to mutilate themselves they're more important than women yeah. the, the girls yeah, that, no, that, I'm that's sorry. what you I know, said. I know that I'm, uh, I'm straight. I'm cis. Fuck you and your fucking terms. But, so I'm a heterosexual male. I'm sorry, but if I see somebody talking about the girls, I'm looking for tatas. I, that, call me a misogynist. Call me a chauvinist. I'm looking for titties. Like, what the hell? Did, did, mm, Oh, you did that on purpose. You you want to see me have a stroke right in the middle of a fucking... God! Well, you were so worried about the AIs taking over and Skynet <laughs> and all of you know this what? stuff. I figure cultural issues are easy because you know we just raise, rage against stupid people versus raging against the machine. I need you to send that to me because I'm going to go catch a band on TikTok. Anyway... That, um, the, 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 the girls one? Yeah. I put it in chat. Okay. I'll send it again. I'll send it. Again. Okay. No, I'm. I'm gonna go. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. All right. I'm. I'm gonna bring somebody in who decided that they're going to join us. Please don't take out your abuse on him. <laughs> it's not his fault. He would never. He would never reference the trans community as girls over actual girls. I this tear. is where you go, no, I would never do that. No, I would never do that. Who fucking wait? You thought about it too long. I mean, seriously, what the fuck? Okay, I have a question for you. I mean, you're a good little Christian boy, and we understand that you're not as depraved as most of us are. But question, if I say the girls, what goes through your brain? 
uh, either a girls' night out, like you said, or or titties, basically. <laughs> Mrs. Reaper, he's in here talking about titties. Anyway, carrying on. She's well, gonna have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I don't get it. I, 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 honest to God, cannot wrap my brain around that level of cognitive dissonance. Wait. Do you remember the drag the key? Do you remember the drag the kids to lunch? Would you like to see the police defend the drag community instead? (laughs) You're going to make me say things that (laughs) that's going to get me in trouble, aren't you? Probably. Oh, it says it says it's having trouble. Hold on. So, Reaper, how are you? Oh, it's still downloading this way. Good, now that I have air conditioning again. Ah, nobody cares. So, question <laughs> for you. Yeah. How, how would you feel if I told you that an AI, uh, an AI, artificial intelligence, controls more money in the world than any other nation? That's pretty fucked up, honestly. Now, what if I told you that their oversight committee is run by themselves? Biden put the people in charge of the AI, in charge of monitoring the oversight of the AI. Would anyone be surprised? No, I mean, I, I'm actually I am. I'm surprised they didn't put a fucking potato in charge. <laughs> oh no, that's the new circle back bitch. Okay. You know, at least Saki had uh, some comebacks every now and then and, and could actually speak. This new one, I'm just like, oh, honey, that's abuse. Like, I don't know why they just... It'd be like me throwing Reaper into one of my fucking meetings. <laughs> oh, define hilarious irony. Today, President Biden made a speech in recognition of a very special event on the calendar. International elder abuse. <laughs> the fuck coming was that? Man, coming, coming from the man that shit himself in front of the Pope. I, I saw that one today, uh, Odin. That's why I started laughing before you said anything. And you know what? While we're waiting for this to... I want to get your take on this. Because normally, uh, me and Pops don't give two shits about the Miss Shit crew or anything that they do. But I have a question for you. If you were a white person, would it be appropriate... Hell, if you were a colored person... Oh, I said it. Is that appropriate to say about an African-American or a black individual or a Mexican? You call them colored people? What do you know about your history, about the civil rights movement? There were usually one of two signs over over a segregated place, either no coloreds allowed or no Negroes allowed. Somehow we have decided that it is, <laughs> that it is appropriate for people to go back into the Jim Crow days because that is socially acceptable. I'm like, what the fuck? Wait, would you ever wait, say? Wait, wait, wait. No, no, it doesn't matter. Call them colored, call them black, call them Negroes. I don't care. Do you want to know why? Because the World Health Organization just decided that they were going to change the name of fucking monkeypox because it was offensive. Offensive to who? Anybody fucking a monkey, I guess. 
Oh no, that is not the that is not the reason that they gave. They said that it was offensive to black people. Excuse me? Who exactly is the racist again? Aren't these the, the who? Same? Look, let's be honest. The only people spreading monkeypox are gay people. So we should just change it from monkeypox to gaypox and be done with the whole fucking stupid shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that too real for somebody? No, I'm letting you go. I said the same thing. Instead of Pride Month, I'm just going to start referring to it. Gaypox. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Gay pox, and it has two. It has two terms. You have gay pox as P O X, and then you have gay people of color. Gay pox. Take your pick. You off a quiet down there, Widget? You all right? Yeah, he just, fine. He just realized the words that came out of my mouth, and he's like, "Um, maybe I don't <laughs> want to join this particular podcast today." Too late. <laughs> Fucking grow a pair. Say it. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it it would make sense, honestly. Uh, but going back I mean, to the two ways of getting it, yeah. But I mean, think about it. this: is the same organization that would refuse to use certain letters of the uh, Greek alphabet for COVID because they didn't want to offend President Xi. I mean, so I mean, go figure. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Just fuck. This. Did this you see the video that set me off? I saw part of it right uh, at the end. Do I need to you play it again? You, you know what? Here's what I got to say. Your mental instability is not my fucking problem. If my words offend you, I am sorry your mother raised a bitch. All right? And that goes for everyone. Do you want Do you want me to play it again? Do you want me to go off again? No, not really. Here, let, let's go do the one. It's finally here. Okay, let's do this one. Oh, God. Drag the kids to pride. A bar in Dallas, Texas is advertising a drag show for children, including the opportunity for some kids to perform with the drag queens on stage. Here we go. Saturday, June 4, 2022. I'm taking shots at the enemy. I'm going to make it to the top, leave a legacy. If I got something to say, you better let me speak. Turn it up a new degree. Bitch, you ain't seen that. Those cops are there in defense. Just to let you know, those cops are there to keep this man and the other people who are upset that their children are being corrupted. The cops are there to defend child pedophiles. pedophiles. It's illegal for the children to be there to begin with because it's a place that serves alcohol. Yeah. It's Not a to mention, crime. Not to mention the fact that they're stripping. So, for those of you who don't know, that is Alex Stein. Hey, you may know him from TikTok or YouTube as Alex Stein 99. He's the dude who has been going to the Texas uh, 
uh, board meetings and taking on liberal personas. I love Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Stick me in the arm. Stick me because I feel so good. That guy. That is who that is. And they oh will not God. let him in. That's it's him. Not to recognize oh, yeah. him without the without the funky colored hair. There's another one that another guy that does it, but this one is the one who started it. I can't believe they're not letting me in a gay bar. I thought you guys were inclusive, man. Hey. Are you guys trying to be inclusive? They're not letting me in a gay bar. Look, look how inclusive this is. They're look hitting him with the flag. You can't even go to a gay bar. You guys are bigots. You guys, these guys are bigots. They won't let us in a gay bar. They're just gonna have a bunch of children dressed in here in drag. They're gonna, they're gonna come here. They're gonna come here and groom a bunch of children. They're gonna groom a bunch of children in here. They won't let me in here, but they're gonna let children. They're gonna let a bunch of children out here. Look at that. Look in this one. Look, I'm not allowed in here, but they let children in here. Bitch, you guys don't think that's very crazy. that little tweet would have hit me in the back of the head like that and I'd have turned around and opened a can of whoop ass I wouldn't have given it a damn at that particular point I would have started throwing punches I'm like you know what fuck you I've had enough of this you know what all inclusive these these hands are rated E for everyone try me Remind now, you. now, no, hold on. Just, okay. just understand this. I'm glad that he got unmasked because when shit hits the fan, remember who they are. Right now, you have police that keep you safe. Right now, you have laws in place that allow you to be fucking pedophiles and fucking deviants. But when the law disappears, there is no safe place for you. I was going to say, the second the law makes me into a criminal for exercising my constitutional right is the second that no law will apply to me. There will yep. only be a moral code. And I'm going to tell you that from here at the Fuck Around and Find Out Ministries, we have decided that our code moving forward is you either on my side, you're by my side, or you're in my fucking way, which is a place you do not want to be. All right, let's finish. Look how terrible these people are evil. They're sick child groomers. This is what they want. Yeah, we're, we're with the cops right here. Yeah, I got you. yeah, these cops are just letting children go into a gay bar. I know, but your children, are they as young as 21 to go into the bar, officer? Yeah, how old do you have to be to go into a bar? 
Everybody has the right to be wrong. Okay? So what you're looking at though is not a bar per se. If it's an open venue, just like a BFW. It's got bar in the goddamn yeah, well, this is a this place is registered as a bar. Yeah, but the system is broken. I mean, you know, there's kids in there, and just, it's like I said, you're trying to say that it's some advantage. But black, the but back to blue, right? You people who sit here and blindly back the blue, you do realize that for those of you who have the don't tread on me and back the blue, they are in direct opposition of each other, right? They are now, especially after the last two years, after the last two years, they have shown what side they will back. And the fact that they have stayed is not a commendation. It yep. is not. I, I hate to tell you this, but if you are willing to put up with this kind of bullshit and you say, well, it's just part of the job, then you were just my fucking enemy. So there's that infamous sign. It's it not going to lick, lick itself. itself. I'm taking shots at the enemy. I'm going to make it to the top. Leave a legacy. If I got something to say, you better let me speak. Turn it those are children giving actual money to whores. That right there is fucking criminal. I don't give a shit about if it's an open venue or not. Those are fucking infants listening to that loud ass music. They're fucking infants. Electronic, blood is on a goof up I'm too honest when I take a few shots They're too toxic, need to take the new song You cannot save me Cause I don't need saving It's everything I've been chasing All here for the taking Don't wanna test your luck with me I think I've had enough disease I'm sick of all the bad thoughts Do you like Children, you think that's disgusting? Dancing around for Get him, Alex! Get him! Don't you think that's disgusting? Do me? You Your mom's a bitch! Dancing for little children! <laughs> you, should be, you, you should be ashamed of yourself dancing for little children. You should be ashamed of yourself. You got you guys banned of yourselves, you're disgusting. You see how proud it is? Okay, that's it's fine. It's fucking on the run. Right. Now I want you. you. I'm gonna you play something after this. You should be ashamed of yourselves. All right, I'm gonna hurt some fucking feelings. Mainly, so many people that are in this room right now. I do not, you know, I do not ascribe to the same religion as both of you. Okay, we know this, right? We've had this discussion. But I hate to tell you this, but I don't believe Sodom and Gomorrah acted half this bad. They didn't. There was an evangelist, uh, evangelist back in the 1990s who sit here and said that God is going to have to apologize for Sodom and Gomorrah simply because of America. But you saw that, that thing that got in the car that was running for its life? Let me play this one. We played this before, but I want you to see how it acts so differently when it thinks it's among allies. 
Metropolitan America in 2022. But what's this? It's June? That's Pride Month? As you can see on the sidewalk and in those flags and even in the stores, everything is painted up with rainbow flags. Here, there, everywhere. Rainbow flags. And wait, what's this our eyes are about to approach? Even rainbow stores, rainbow barbershops, and what's this? A club. What is Mr. Mister? Yeah, Democrats talk, but you know it's a lie. Chromosome gang got X and Y. We angels and demons. We gotta collide. I know they don't listen, but let me try. There's only two genders. Only two chromosomes. Only one God to defend us. Only two genders. Only two chromosomes. Only one God to defend us. Here, trying to tell me how there's more than two genders. Tell me where about all this is, man. I'm everything else is a cloud. You think I'm gonna call you David? Yeah. Well, maybe the truth. So, you try to spread the illusion, confusing the way our kids felt. They wanna chop it off, turn the ghost and they be victims. So, we just got done with huh. the drag your kid to Pride event at Mr. Mr. in downtown Dallas, and I am here with Noel Sinclair. What do you say to the conservative parents that wouldn't bring their children to an event like this? Why? Here's the thing I don't think that there is any kind of issue with exposing children to this. So do you think exposing children to drag will result in more um, kids doing drag eventually? I think so. Um, when they think they're with allies, they're proud of their movement. But they know that they're fucking degenerates. Because when confronted outside, that thing pulled off its hair and told its lover to unlock the door so that it could escape. It fucking to, knows it's degenerate. They want to normalize degenerative behavior. You know what's funny is I have a lot of friends that are are gay. I have a lot of friends that are lesbian, and I don't really have a problem with their lifestyle. It's not my. It's not for me, but they feel the same way I do. Leave the fucking kids out of it. What the hell is going on? And the problem that you run into is this creature wants to normalize its behavior so it no longer is an outlier so it is no longer a a description or descriptor of degeneracy do i need to play the blues clues video again no please don't do i need to play the choral the chorus that sings we're coming for your children on and on and on it goes do you not understand that they are coming and they're not going to stop? Do you understand that you are at fucking war? Now. You know when they ask? When they ask. Because this question is going to be asked. In fact, it's already been asked to me. Inside of an interrogation room, it has been already asked to me. Who radicalized you? Who made you an extremist? And my response <clears throat> is the same today as it was then. You did. See, I didn't care when you weren't attacking the children. I didn't care when you weren't shoving it down my throat. But now it's not just enough for me to have to sit here and... and it's not enough for me to say, yeah, you can do what you want. Now I have to be it or I'm a monster. You know what? Fuck you. This is my villain arc? Then fucking I'll own it. So, Reaper, what do you have to say? I'm going to go from the parents' side of the whole thing. I don't care no. about... You can't speak for anybody but yourself. So don't say I'm coming from... The, I'm going to do the parent thing. I want to know what Reaper thinks. 
and just Reaper things. It, it's absolutely disgusting, and everyone in that building should be held accountable for this action. They let kids into freaking bars. The police did nothing to stop it. And it just, it, it burns me up because people like that are the reason there are freaking bad parents in this world. No, no, no. I'm going to stop you right there. Bad parents is the reason why there are people like that in this world. Now, I'm going to hurt your feelings, okay? And I understand I'm coming from a place of love when I say this. But what the fuck are you talking about? You still have Disney+. Plus. You still go with NASCAR. You still go with college basketball. And all of these have one thing in fucking common. They're all owned by the same company that funds this generacy. So you can say... So you can say that you're opposed to it, but because it, it they're related to a organization or an event that you like, you're willing to still fund it. Now, don't feel bad. Well, no, you should feel bad, but don't don't feel like this is just aimed at you. That's over 80 percent, 90 percent, almost I'd say 95 percent of the people I deal with on a regular basis have that same level of hypocrisy. Do you understand where we're coming from? Yeah. So, this has been a week of us doing a call to action, and I think that we have not asked this question in a long time, but I, I would hope that, uh, Pops, you'd be willing to do the honors. There's a sound that we haven't had in a while. Where is your blood rock? Where is your bloodline? Where is that part? That, that that position that you will not allow people to cross. Fair. You're talking about the rip and tear. Yes. So that's how we'll end this episode. Reaper, thank you for joining us. We're still going to have a conversation after because we're, I, I understand that you can feel attacked. We're not attacking you. We want a fucking wake-up call. That's what this week is. This is your fucking clarion wake-up call. So, I'm Odin. This is T. And thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call. Against all the evil that hell can conjure, all the wickedness that mankind can produce.